0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of Vice. It's Friday, August 24th. I'm Sophie Casas. Today, we're discussing one woman's journey to find a fat-positive doctor who won't just tell her, lose weight. Charlotte Zoller has been over 200 pounds for the majority of her adult life. But when she went to see doctors as a teenager, her weight was always the center point of every conversation. She remembers doctors always making her size the main factor in assessing overall health. And so, as she got older and had the ability to decide whether or not to go to the doctor, she stopped going entirely. She went over seven years without a physical examination. For Charlotte and many plus-sized people, going to the doctor isn't pleasant. They're often blamed for any and all ailments, no matter how unrelated the issue at hand may seem. But over the past few years, this negative bias and the stigma impacting people of size has become more widely understood as both ill-informed and harmful. They lead to misdiagnoses and missed diagnoses and discourage fat people from getting the care that they need. So, Charlotte went on her own journey to find a fat positive doctor. Here she is speaking with Broadly's senior editor, Amy Rose Spiegel, about this experience. So, Charlotte, for Broadly, you wrote a story
2: about your complicated relationship with doctors over the course of your life. I was wondering if you could give us a sense of why that has been so difficult in the past.
0: Oh, boy. Where do I even begin? I mean, it's. It's never not been difficult. Let's put it that way. Um, other than getting like shots when I was little, I, I don't remember a time when I've ever felt comfortable in a doctor's office. Not not because of, you know, uh, any procedures, just because of how how I was treated, because of the way my body looked.
2: And what were those experiences like?
0: The first time I remember basically my entire body just like freezing, um, with fear, um, and intimidation was, uh, Was when I was probably about twelve or thirteen, and my parents took me to this really good doctor, really highly recommended. She had seen multiple members of my extended family before that, who were all fairly slim, quite slim, and so we went in, you know, thinking that she was great. and And at the time, you know, when you're when you're thirteen, it is um, it is difficult to stand up for yourself, let alone know when to. And so it was my first kind of brush of being told that my body was wrong. And and at that point I was within the healthy range on the BMI chart. So I, I didn't think there was anything quote unquote wrong with my body. So it came as like an absolute shock that the doctor was so aggressive towards me and just didn't really give me a choice, um, I had no uh, framework for knowing for knowing how doctor's appointments were supposed to go. And I guess I'm I'm 29 now and I'm I'm still not entirely sure. Um, So
2: when we're talking about this doctor making you feel really uncomfortable, what about her approach to treating you or interacting with you made that the case?
0: She was very stern. um, And. I felt immediately like I was in trouble. So I went into her office, you know, all the normal stuff, my heart and my lungs were fine. um, And then stepped on the scale and her face, you know, already terse, was just immediately unhappy. She uh, immediately made me feel awful um she she was like this is a big issue and uh we have to fix this early on this being my weight um and and at that point i was i was maybe 10 or 15 pounds over over what i quote unquote should have been um so it it was just all brand new to me and it was frightening there's no other way to put it being told by an adult while you're a very vulnerable adolescent and, and just kind of learning about this new body that you've inherited from, from puberty, like kind of overnight, I just had hips and I had thighs and, and breasts. And, uh, all of a sudden, uh, immediately after I, I inherited them, I was told they were wrong. Um, and I had felt like I hadn't done anything wrong. And here was this older Harvard-educated woman telling me that m- my existence was incorrect and needed to be fixed.
2: Yeah. So I'm I'm curious as to whether you expressed your concerns to your family about the doctors that you were seeing at that time.
0: I wouldn't say that the the doctors specifically were the issue at that time. It was more this newfound realization that my weight was an issue. And so I, I did tell my mom, I'm not sure if I told her like immediately after the appointment, but, um, uh, I, I know that I told her in the years that followed how awful that she was. And and my mom agrees with me still. She's like, yeah, she was really not the right choice. And at that point, we we didn't really know who the best doctor would be. We were just going off of recommendations. So my mom definitely like realized that it wasn't the best doctor. And so we tried to find someone else. But with my family, at least, it was less of how the doctor said it, but what the doctor said.
2: Those experiences as an adolescent shaped your attitude about seeing doctors as an adult. Uh, You mentioned in the piece that there were a number of years that passed where you just didn't see physicians at all. Can I ask you what led you to that decision?
0: So after I was told by that first doctor that I needed to lose weight, I went on a series of yo-yo diets and disordered eating that lasted a decade. It was kind of like a cycle. So I, you know, went on Weight Watchers at 14, um, lost, I can't even remember at this point, but probably like thirty pounds. Not a whole lot, but not a little either. And so I would feel really good and then go to the doctor and it still wasn't enough weight to lose. And so going back and forth, back and forth through high school, and for the first time ever I was called fat when I was 16. And that also set me off on extreme exercise, like two, three, four hours a day, seven days a week. So I would purposely, when I was at lower weights, schedule my doctor's appointments so that I could get the um like the low, the lowest weight possible on their records. And that set off a vicious cycle of when I would go to the doctors, I, I wouldn't go back unless I had maintained that weight or lost it again. So I was unwilling to see doctors when I was at larger weights and then only saw them at smaller weights. So I, it was kind of like a little, like just dots on the map here and there of my smallest size and feeling comfortable seeing doctors. But even even at my smallest sizes, it was not good enough. And every single time I went, they still told me I had to lose more and more. And and so that would make me so upset because I had spent, you know, months and months, you know, doing everything in my power to lose weight and still it wasn't enough. So uh, just basically a vicious cycle. So about... Six or seven years ago, I used to be a tour manager, and I was dieting all throughout touring. Um, I toured for about two to three years, and it it kept me on a pretty rigid schedule, so I could have the same kind of food every day, and it kept me in in a good diet place and then when i got off tour i had tons of time to exercise so i exercised tons and that's the smallest i've ever been as an adult was about 7 years ago and i went to a holistic doctor who's you know seen people like madonna and created diet plans for her like a very good holistic doctor who who told me that I carried my weight very well so that it was difficult to tell if I needed to lose weight or not just by looking at me. And then when I was put on the scale, he told me that I had like 60 more pounds to lose in order to be in the healthy weight. So at my smallest weight as an adult, I was still told that I was far too big. Like it, he He's a kind guy and he, he treated me pretty well, but what he was telling me was so... Um, upsetting and and almost debilitating. Um, God, and it's just I tried so hard. Um, to lose <laughs> to lose more weight to make other people proud and to make me feel, you know, worthy and um, just being told after spending literally twenty four hours a day um, exercising and and eating very little that I still wasn't enough. Um, that just kicked things off on a really rough path. So after after I um, finished touring, I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Brooklyn. I'm going to give myself two weeks to get a job and an apartment. And if I don't get either of those, I'll move back to Boston. I did end up getting both of those, but the stress of the city really brought back my anxieties about my weight. And I kind of stopped dieting and i stopped exercising and so basically since i had been in new york city i hadn't a i had didn't really have time to search out someone and and try out different doctors and also it um god it it was just so overwhelming being in the city and not wanting to have to go through what i had been through since i was younger it was just easier not to do it and and i avoided it because of my past experiences
2: Right. And you mentioned in the piece that your health is really important to you and that you found other ways to prioritize your health outside of just seeing a doctor. I'm really curious as to why you made the decision now to include seeing a doctor in your health plan.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. It's funny because I am now the heaviest that I have ever been in my entire life. Like I didn't think that I would ever be this heavy. Um and it's also the most confident I've ever felt in myself, in my body, and my mind, and my position in life. And that's really because once I got older and was in New York City for a few years, I wanted to start dressing better. So on a whim, a couple of years ago, googled plus-size, high-quality cocktail dresses, And I saw all of these results and all of a sudden I realized that I had been avoiding dressing my body in the size that I was waiting to lose weight and be the quote unquote ideal version of myself. And then I realized that I could be the ideal version of myself in the clothes that I wanted to at my current weight. And that's really what changed my life is, is clothing, it's fashion. And it's silly to kind of say out loud, or people will think it's silly, but it unlocked something within me that, that changed my entire life. So basically, the, the confidence that I gained from wearing the clothes that I had always wanted to wear and kind of delving into the body positive community on social media, specifically Instagram, really was what rewired my brain. And I've done a damn good job of it. Um, if i do say so myself i'm not you know no one's ever perfect but um i i discovered a really beautiful community of mostly women supporting other women and making them feel good about themselves and that confidence paired with a starting a job in plus size fashion it's completely changed my life and the confidence that i've gained from it makes me um now able to and and ready to stand up for myself and the other beautiful women that I now know.
2: Very cool. And when you talk about these communities of women and your friends on Instagram, did you ever talk about medical health with them and these experiences that are common among people in your community? Oh my gosh, yes.
0: Now that I'm secure in my body and I'm friends with other fat women and I just like adore them, we started swapping stories. And recently I, uh, I had opened up a few months ago to a couple of my friends and they were like, that's exactly what I experienced. And, And I just, I literally had no clue that I, I wasn't alone. I had just assumed that and, you know, narrow-mindedly assumed, really, that uh, I was alone in my experience with doctors. And, and the more I started talking about it with my, you know, new coworkers and my new friends, the more I realized that, like, shit, this is, it's not just me, and we need to be talking about this.
2: Right. And you mentioned in your story that negative bias that doctors have about fat people is coming more to light. And I want to know, like, what you think is behind some of those shifts in thinking.
0: Fat women. Period. we are out here and we have found our voice and we're advocating for ourselves and those who are still not ready to advocate for themselves are being advocated for by others and it's it's just it's it's cheesy to say but it's life-changing it's it's absolutely life-changing
2: that's awesome so we know all of this it's a huge lead up to getting to the doctor what happened when you got there? How did it go?
0: I had come up with so many different excuses not to go. And then finally I was like, fuck it, whatever. What's the worst that can happen? They say awful things to me and then I'll go home crying. Like that's nothing new. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. So yeah, I, was, I, I couldn't find the office. And so I called the office and the guy who answered was so, so nice. And I immediately was like, oh my God. okay, so there's one person here just on the phone that I can tell will be kind to me if all else fails. And then I saw three receptionists behind the counter and all of them had different body shapes and types ranging from small to large. And I immediately was like, okay, if they're here, I'm going to be okay. I was in the waiting room and they called me really quickly and a really nice nurse, again, really smiley and happy, walked me back to the examination room and he pulled out the blood pressure band, armband, and I had become comfortable enough in the past couple of years to to think ahead a step or two. And so I immediately told her, I was like, you might need to go up a size, you know, if you have a bigger one. He was like, No, no, no. Actually, I can use the regular size band just further down on your arm. And I was like Oh my god, that's really smart. How how come no one else has ever done that before? It's always a big production of finding the larger size um, uh, for for your blood pressure cuff, and here it wasn't a big deal at all. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, like very very <laughs> taken aback in a very positive way. And uh, he asked me a couple questions, and then and then he asked for my height, and I told him five ten. And then he shut his notebook and told me the doctor would be in in a few minutes. And I, I was just so confused. Um, (laughs) So when I was booking the ZocDoc appointment, I had written in like that little note to doctor section, a a very short message, like literally just on a whim. I, I I wrote the message like, Hey, I'm super sensitive about my weight. I would prefer if I wasn't weighed and we didn't talk about weight. Um, Thanks so much. Like, I didn't put a lot of effort into the message because I didn't have a lot of faith that it would actually get from the ZocDoc, like, system to the actual doctor's office. You know, I just don't trust that technology for some reason. But I guess I'm going to start now because my first thought was, wait, should I ask him? And should I ask if he's read the note? But then I was like, no, that'll ruin the magic. (laughs) Like, I, I gotta see if this entire appointment goes along without talking about weight. And that's exactly what happened. How did that feel? It felt confusing. It felt confusing because I had never been treated with that level of respect before. And I was like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to be a straight-sized person getting medical care. There was always, because of those first doctors when I was a teenager, there was always in the back of my mind that every doctor was going to treat me like that for the rest of my life. And that I would have to fight for myself just to get a, a normal kind of semblance of care. But I... um I was like, oh my God, straight-sized people don't have to even consider this. It's just, this is the way it is for them. I'm st- I'm just, I'm still speechless <laughs> of how pleasant it was. It was so nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. What
2: advice do you have for people who are looking for doctors who are fat positive and who are respectful of different body sizes and shapes?
0: Oh boy. Um... I'm going to say up front, I still haven't fully cracked the code. Obviously, like I, I, I wrote in my piece that there really isn't any infrastructure for finding doctors like this. And since I, I wrote the piece and it came out a few days ago, um, I've had multiple medical professionals slide into my DMs and tell me First of all, thank you. Second of all, who is the doctor that you found? I have medical professionals asking me to give me the name of another medical professional so that they can refer their patients to them. Like, that's how broken the system is. Like, it makes me so angry. Just the fact that A, like, this is even a consideration that this is even happening, but also that, like, no one knows what to do about it. And so my kind of piecemeal way of, of finding a doctor was first of all, I asked, I asked around, I heard from a couple of my friends in Texas that they all went, all the plus girls in, in this one city in Texas go to this one doctor because they've spread her name around and she takes into consideration other factors. So it's like, number one, I would suggest talking to your friends. And if you have fat friends in your city, talking to them and asking them if you don't have fat friends in your city or you don't have um, someone that you feel confident uh, talking to about this, I would suggest reaching out to people on Instagram, honestly, um, who live in your city and have similar body types to you and asking about their experience. Um, The worst that can happen is, is they say, hey, sorry, I don't know anyone or they don't respond. So there's really no loss in that. So first of all, I would say, talking to your friends and community if you feel comfortable doing that. Second of all, kind of um, looking at the whole picture of things. So what has so far had um, a success, a good success rate for me is going on some kind of doctor database. In my case, I use ZocDoc and matching and make sure the medical provider you're looking for um, takes your insurance um, and then looking geographically, but then using their headshots I told the doctor that I saw recently just a few weeks ago that I chose her because of her kind smile, and she thought that was so nice and it, it it's not just nice; it was just a means of survival. It's not that all older doctors have biases, but I've found in the majority of medical professionals, the older they are typically the more biased they are against fat people, and so I chose someone, yes, who has a little bit less experience perhaps because of their age, but who is more progressive in their thinking and therefore able to deliver me a higher quality standard of care.
2: So I was just wondering about one other thing from you. Uh, In the piece, you also talk about getting ready to go to the doctor and stealing yourself mentally. And you have this trick that you used in case you wanted to start crying. (laughs) do you want to tell me about that?
0: Yeah. So along with unlocking the transformational power of fashion, I started getting into makeup as well. It's just another fun thing to do that had nothing to do with my size that I can get into and express myself aesthetically. So I purposefully, the morning of my doctor's appointment was like, all right, got myself a new palette, a Fenty palette from Rihanna. And I was like, I am going to put this on and I'm going to take extra time this morning putting this on because I know I'm going to cry today, but I'm going to do everything in my power not to cry in my Fenty. I look good. So I'm not going to ruin this for myself. So that was my trick. It kind of worked. The m- Mind you, the makeup held even though I cried. So, um, might not be the best trick, uh, after all, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it was what worked for me that morning.
2: <laughs> cool. Well, Charlotte, thank you so much for sharing the story with Broadly and with Vice. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for listening. To read Charlotte's full article, go to broadly.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening and tune in again on Monday for another Vice Guide to Right Now.